Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is another episode of The Dining Table with your host, Joe Sheehan. I am here with you on June 6, 2019. We are celebrating the 75th anniversary of the D-Day invasion. Well, is celebrating a really good word? <laughs> Woo! We got buzzers. We're celebrating. Woo! No, we're remembering the sacrifices of the men and women who served in World War II and the young men who stormed the beaches of Normandy. And today is always a very special day for me because I want to be able to remember the legacy of my grandfather. Uh, my grandfather was Tech Sergeant Lowell Thomas Jackson of the United States Army Combat Engineers. Um, and he was part of the lucky few who were lucky enough to survive the initial invasion of D-Day. Um, matter of fact, the statistics shows that you had a, only a 10% chance of survival if you were in the first wave of boats that hit the beach on that day. Uh, my grandfather was a combat engineer. His job was to clear the causeway so that tanks and things like that could come aboard. And so that's what my grandfather did. And I'm super proud of him. Um, I've posted pictures of my grandfather on my Facebook page and on my Twitter page. And I am really grateful for what he did. My grandfather lived a life of sacrifice and of honor his entire life. He lived a life that uh, he sacrificed not only for his country, but he sacrificed for his family as well. Uh, my grandfather was a very hard worker. He was in construction his entire life. He taught me the value of hard work. He taught me the value of standing strong for what you believe, even when no one else is standing with you. Um, and he and I had a very special relationship. Um, he was, I was the only real person that he could, felt like he could open up to about his experiences in World War II. Uh, my grandfather uh, lost five of his platoons while he was there where he was the only survivor. Um, he watched a lot of his friends and a lot of men that he knew and knew very, very well die in front of him. And it, it impacted his life. It impacted who he was. Um, but my grandfather loved as strongly as he did anything else. And his love for me and my, fam and my sister and my mom and my cousins and his family uh, was never questioned. He was an amazing, amazing man. And I'm proud to say that he was my grandfather. And I'm proud to say that he served his country with honor and with valor. And so today I remember him and I remember his comrades and I remember those who gave what Lincoln called the last full measure of devotion. And uh, we say an honor, or we say a prayer for them, and, and we're thankful that those men existed and that those men were, were alive. Okay, well, <laughs> there you go. All right, Joe, way to start it off with a downer. No, I'm not starting off with a downer. It's a good thing. My grandfather it was a good man, and, and, and it's a very good thing. I just get very emotional because we lost my grandfather back in 2000, and it, it just, his memory always brings that up. 
But what are we going to talk about today? Well, um, I think we should talk about... I wish there was some funny stuff that I could find out there that we could talk about um, that is out there. Um, But unfortunately, um, I I can't see anything because... What's really all a buzz, uh, the conservative uh, multiverse that's out there is all a buzz today because of what happened to Steven Crowder. Uh, Steven Crowder, uh, Louder with Crowder is the name of his show. Uh, today, uh, he ultimate, ultimately was removed from YouTube. Um, he was demonetized and ultimately removed, completely removed from the website um, not because he violated any of their standards, which is he didn't. He did not violate any of their standards. Um, and, and this is this is per YouTube, okay? Per YouTube. However, YouTube simply just changed the goalpost. They simply just changed the rules. They said, you know what? He didn't have anything offensive, but he was insulting. Well, who did he insult? He insulted some schlub from Vox who nobody really cares about, but who was advocating for the personal assassination of conservatives on social media. And so Crowder took him down. Well, he, Vox, who was combined with NBC Universal, flexed their muscles and took down uh, Crowder on YouTube. And this, guys, this should be something that, that brings an alarm really, really fast. To you, um, because now what's happening is YouTubers who use YouTube to monetize their life. It is their business. All right. They're conservatives. They're out there making news. They're out there covering events. They're out there showing the world what's going on. They are now going to be taken down because now the goalpost has been moved. Now you just have to insult someone. Now it just has to be insulting. Okay, let me tell you something about how easy it is to insult someone. All they have to do is perceive that you said something about them and you've insulted them. And in the culture that we live in today, perception is reality. And that's unfortunate for a lot of people out there, including myself. I lost my job because someone perceived that I said something about them I didn't say. And there was no, there was no investigation. There was nothing. It was just a, a, well, I'm going to be honest with you, a hypocrite wanting to save his own job that threw me under the bus so that he could save his own job. And guess what? Now he's had to fire a bunch of people as a result of what happened. And, and, and honestly, I'm glad he did. For one, I got to see what kind of a hypocrite he is. For two, now I'm getting to do what I love, which is talking to you guys. I'm gonna do, I hope I get to do that on a regular basis. And I hope you guys enjoy it too. And, and honestly, I'm going to try to find the funny. Okay, We're going to try to find the funny. We're going to try to find... Because let's be honest. These little darlings that are out there who are glued to their TVs, or excuse me, their phones, because they don't watch TV. Let's be honest, when was the last time you saw a kid glued to a TV? No, they're glued to whatever social media website or thing on their phone. I mean, it's going to become part, it's, I mean, if evolution were real, before long, 
the phone is the kids are going to be born with a phone in their hand okay they're going to be born with the ability to receive signals from outer space all right because again this is i mean we have the zombie apocalypse is upon us they just walk around moaning mumbling to themselves looking at their phones okay but there's a lot of funny stuff going on out there we need to talk about it we need to look at it but right now, what's going on with Steven Crowder should scare you. Guys, this is an attack on the First Amendment. You don't get to decide who gets to say what in a free society. In a free society, the very person who offends you should be the very person you defend their right to offend you. And I know that there's people on both sides of the aisle that disagree with this. But understand... By ensuring that your opponent can say whatever he wants, as long as he doesn't put another person's life in jeopardy, okay, or, or infringe upon another person's right, which is why we have libel law and why we have slander laws, okay, as long as that person is not doing any of that, you have no right to tell the government, to stop him from saying it. Now, a lot of people say, well, the Constitution doesn't apply to private businesses. Private businesses are free to do whatever they want, and that the Constitution only hinders government. Well, if that were true, then why do we have equal opportunity laws? Why is, why is denying someone a job based on race creed, religion, sexual orientation, sex, illegal in this country. And those laws have been upheld by, this, by the Supreme Court. It's because, yes, the government can do if another entity, if a corporation is, in fact, denying its customers or its employees its God-given First Amendment freedoms. Okay, now that brings us to the definition of publisher and platform. Um, what does that mean? How does that protect an organization like Facebook? Are these organizations platforms or are they publishers? If they're publishers, they can't censor. Okay, they're, they're not afforded protections. Um, people can sue them for denying, you know, if, if they had been publishing before on that website, and then all of a sudden they're denied. That's a violation of the contract. They can be sued. They can also be sued for anything that someone else says in on their platform. So they claim that they're not a publisher, that they're a platform. Okay, if they're a platform, they have a right to determine who gets to say what on their website. However, if they are specifically targeting a group of people and they don't specifically identify themselves as a left wing or whatever platform, then we got issues. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I think that we are now getting into some pretty dicey water. I'm worried about the government coming in and stipulating to um, organizations what they can and can't do, who they can and can't allow uh, to utilize their platforms. Um, I think we have to be very careful how we regulate this industry uh, because, again, once you start the slippery slope of regulating um, 
uh, free speech, um, we it's it, let's just say it's not a good it's not a good s- slope that we want to go down. Okay, we don't want to go down a slope where the government is now selling now telling people what they can and can't say, um, and what they can and can't allow. Uh, that's very dangerous. But what are our options? Well, our options are very easy. Okay, since they're businesses, they can't monopolize an industry. If they are practicing an antitrust, you know, if they're violating antitrust laws and practicing in such a ways of keeping competition out of the business um, and doing things to keep the, the competition out of the business and keeping, then, then we have ways, we have avenues, we have ways to stop them from doing that. So obviously antitrust um, investigations need to happen. Um, we also need uh, people like the Koch brothers, the evil, evil, evil Koch brothers. Um, we need the, the big-time conservative capital venturists out there uh, helping um, build platforms for conservatives, uh, helping to advertise those clap- platforms cons- for conservatives, and uh, allowing those platforms to operate. And what I mean by operating for conservatives is that you know, the way conservatives works, we don't, we don't, you know, say, no, you can't say that. Only liberals, only liberals and progressives, or excuse me, regressives want to control speech. All right. Why? Because they're on the totalitarian end of the political spectrum. All right. They're trying to create a utopian society. They're trying to create a way to uh, perfect humanity. That's why they support eugenics. That's why they support uh, abortion. That's why they support all these things. It's because they're trying to perfect humanity through government legislation. Well, conservatives and libertarians and freedom-minded, liberty-minded people, we want a platform that anybody can play, anybody can post whatever they want to post on there, and that they're free to do whatever, and, and you are free to not read it. You're free to scroll on. You're free to not follow them. That's one of the reasons why I like Twitter so much, is because Twitter, you can follow whomever you want. If you don't like a conservative... If you don't like his message, guess what? You can unfollow him. It's a beautiful thing. And then when you unfollow him, he's not filling up your timeline. He's not filling up your thread. All right? But yet, for some reason, Twitter's out there banning conservatives. Matter of fact, Twitter just banned live action. And what did Twitter tell live action? You can't, be, you can't post back on here unless you remove all your videos that expose abortion or if you talk about abortion procedures. That's the whole point. And see, that's what they're trying to do. So again, Twitter, even though Twitter is a better, a better option, and even in Facebook, you can say, yeah, I don't want to follow this guy. Unfollow or mute him or whatever you want to do. And guess what? It's beautiful. Now you don't have to fill your timeline with that. I have unfriended, unfollowed a lot of people because I just simply didn't want their crap showing up in my timeline. Doesn't mean I don't like them. Doesn't mean I don't think they're good people. It just means I don't want to see your crap. I just don't want to read it. And honestly, I don't want you commenting every single time I put something on there. I don't want you trolling me. If you're a troll, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna block you. And it doesn't matter what troll you are. If you're a conservative troll, if you're an, if, you know, I'm gonna block you. Guys, you have freedom. You don't have to sit there and say, well, well, he's out there insulting all these people. Well, so what? If, you know, the free market is a beautiful thing. If Steven Crowder was out there with his 15 million viewers and he was out there offending a bunch of people, then guess what? The free market will take care of him. 
People will eventually get tired of it. But he wasn't. He was speaking truth in a very comedic way. And there are a lot of people, trust me, he was the number one. He had the most followers of anybody, probably save a Kardashian, on there. And they demonetized him. Why? Because, because they don't believe in free speech unless it's for their side. Okay, that's why they're the autocrats. That's why they're totalitarian. So guys, we've got to to make sure that we, I don't care what your political ideology is. I really don't. More power to you. All right. I really don't care what your political ideology is. But guys, this has got to scare all of us. Because if corporations can start silencing us, if internet providers can start silencing dissent views, it's only a matter of time before we have nowhere to go. It's only a matter of time before, unless you will walk lockstep in whatever that corporation believes, you'll have nowhere to go to express yourself. All right? And that's why we've got to have freedom-minded, liberty-loving people who've got deep pockets to start funding the creation of platforms that allow the free exercise of ideas, that allow the free expression of ideas out there. All right? Because if we don't have that, we lose it. And if we lose it, that's why net neutrality was such a bad idea. It's because net neutrality gave opportunities for people to, you know, end websites that they didn't agree with. All right? And that's why we we, we can't have that. We've got to have a free internet. We've got to have a free uh, market of ideas. And we've got to be able to go out there and, and yes, if you've got a podcast, if you've got a web, uh, you know, a vlog, if you've got, um, you know, you're, you're providing programming on a live streaming or recorded streaming outlet, then, then, and you're able to make money doing that, then you have a right as an American to make money doing that. All right. If people are willing to monetize you, if people are willing to support you financially, all right, and because they enjoy watching your shows, then that's the market working, and we've got to support the free market. Okay, uh, trust me. Like I said, you know I'm going to keep doing this. I've got one or two of y'all that that listen all the time, and that's great. That's awesome. I appreciate you guys listening. I will always appreciate you guys listening. But understand this, okay? I'm going to keep doing this, and hopefully, hopefully, we start, um, you know, going out there and getting more people to listen to our podcast. Um, hopefully we get more people listening because again, I think that this could be a really great platform, uh, to express, you know, hard thought. Well, good ideas. Um, guys reach out to me. I'm on Twitter. I'm at Joe underscore Sheehan underscore TX. All right. Um, or Joe Sheehan MDY and Sheehan is spelled S H E H A N. You know, reach out to me at Joe underscore Sheehan underscore TX or find me on Facebook and reach out and say, hey, you know, if you if you put in a friend request on Facebook, make sure that you send me a message saying I listened to your podcast. That's how I find you. Reach out to me. Guys, you guys control this. Tell me the topics that you want to talk about. Tell me the topics that you want me to talk about. Um, I, I have a lot of knowledge when it comes to the constitution. I have a lot of knowledge when it comes to politics and in the founding of this country and what it means to be an American. If you enjoy this program, reach out, reach out to me, please, please. I'm, I love it when people follow me on, on, uh, Twitter. I love it when people follow me on, uh, Facebook. 
especially if you are enjoying this program. All right, so guys, again, um, it, it's only because of you that I'm doing this. Uh, if I wanted to do a diary, I would write one. All right, I wanna share this information. I wanna get it out there. I know that there's a lot of avenues by which you can go. Um, I know that there's a lot of big stars out there and uh, you can listen to them. But guys, please come on out. Um, I, I'm working on this on a, all the time. Don't you want to be uh, known as the guy or the, or the girl or the person who said, you know what, I, I knew the dinner table with uh, Joe Sheehan back before it was, back when he only had one, one listener and I was that one listener. Okay. Um, reach out to me. Let me know that you are the listener. I want to know that you're listening. I want to know that. And I want to, I want ideas. I want your ideas on how we can make this better. Let me know. Tell me how you feel about it. But ultimately understand we've got to fight for our rights. And unlike the Beastie Boys, I'm not necessarily all that interested in our right to party. I'm interested in our rights to be free. And with that being said, thank you for joining us around the dinner table. May all your meals be blessed. May all your food be great. And make sure you feed your mind as well as your tummy. God bless.